1: Dwayne Russell uh, I don't know if you saw but oh, well I heard uh, it was unbelievable the uh, the phones yesterday of course uh, Dwayne Russell uh, you call you get on that's the guarantee and I don't know if you could get everyone on the well, phones we, just
2: we couldn't do that today uh, Dwayne good morning well the phones went crazy. The only time the text has ever gone that crazy is when you filled in and made a couple of your outrageous statements, God. So yeah, it was up to your levels yesterday. <laughs> oh,
0: I tell you what, Tony, he was strong on Twitter last night and I woke up oh. to uh, I woke up because he because he blocked everyone. Everyone decided to give me the messages
2: to pass on to him.
0: So <laughs> He was strong. Well,
2: everyone knows I'm only filling in. I'm only filling in the rest of the year in between gosses. In between One summer. Of, of midday mad. Yeah, I'm just filling in the rest of the time.
1: What are you expecting today? What are you expecting today? I mean, Collingwood fans are going to say, we told you so, and then you're going to get the other the other 95% of the football community that
0: hate Collingwood. Well, it's split, it's split football regardless of who you're married for. Yeah. It?
2: Well, you guys inflamed it all. You had petrol on it by your questioning of your guests. So uh, that added a bit of fuel to it in the last couple of days. So you've played your role. You guys, we replayed uh, what uh, Hamish had to say uh, with you guys. Look, Mm -hmm. I I expect one or two calls during the three hours about something other than the Brayden (laughs) Maynard clash. So that's what I'm expecting. I don't expect too many calls about... Well, the cricket last night. Or I don't expect too many talks about <laughs> Kate Miller-Heidke singing the National Anthem. But uh, we might actually be able to talk about the games coming up this weekend. Yeah,
1: well, that's that's what everyone's sort of keen to talk about. We've got actually Hamish Bracewell coming in the studio. He comes in every Wednesday, mm. so we're going to have time to...
0: <laughs> Is he not off the hook tomorrow, either?
1: Yeah, he just uh, wonder if he's tempered his, uh, tempered his thought processes, but I know he's still a Sandoval medalist and he's still very concerning of his brother. Just in one summary from you, Dwayne, were you surprised by the decision and do you think the AFL will will step up and maybe even appeal it today?
2: Uh, I'm not surprised by the decision uh, and I don't think the AFL will appeal. And But I, look, we needed a biomechanist and a marathon deliberation to get to where Michael Christian's own eye li- and knowledge kind of told us that there was no case for a suspension. But I'm glad it went to the tribunal to do that. I'm mm. glad they actually... Decided the AFL and Laura Kane to go to the tribunal to tell us that pretty much Chriso got it right. Otherwise, there would have been this conjecture as to whether Chriso got it right or wrong. So, two two AFL processes has got it to got us to the point where Maynard's not suspended. So I'm glad we had two processes to tell us that he had a right to do what he did.
0: That's a really fair point that you make making the fact that um, everyone's going, well, Chris, I'll get him off because he played for Collingwood, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he's been proven accurate.
2: Yeah, and look, his knowledge base on this, he's been doing it since 2017. He was part of a panel before that doing it. So his knowledge base on what is and isn't suspendable under the laws, and that's the other thing we have to take into account here. It's not just gut feel like, Oh, whether you should be suspended for that or not? It's the, it's actually the law, as, as you guys have discussed. Anyway, I mean, it, it comes down to um, you know that, how the rule is written, and then trying to adjudicate what's fair in the game around it. And the, the big word is careless. In this, you know, the, the rule was a player will be careless if they breach their duty to take reasonable care to avoid acts that can be reasonably foreseen. And you're allowed to actually jump in the air to smother. And could it be foreseen that he was going to make that contact? Well, he made his split decision late enough to brace that it was fair in the eyes of the tribunal last night and in the eyes of Chris. So, yeah, we are where we're at right now. Braden Maynard gets to play. Did you ever
0: get suspended, Dwayne? And if you did, did you, yeah. did you lob at their house yeah. the next day with a,
2: some flowers and wine? Well, apparently, didn't Caro tell us the flower it didn't quite make it to the vase? Um, <laughs> so, no, I wasn't a... Uh, I wasn't, I, look, I, you've, spoken to, you've probably been suspended. I've spoken to Chris Grant a number of times. I've got two weeks for one on Granny. Um, back in the day, you run into these guys post the career, but times are a little different now. I don't think the, the, the flowers and the bottle of wine and, you know, three, uh, four tickets to gold class we didn't do that in our day, did we, Scott? Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, if you were seen to, to do that in reaction, you probably weren't welcome back to your own team at training on the Monday <laughs> night after you turned up to the opponent's house with the flowers, the gold-class tickets, the wine, and the round-the-world trip for two uh, passport.
0: Certainly, Chris Bond was not getting any of that from me. Let me what you get? How many did you get,
1: you you, Chris, how, how did you get for the, the punch-on with the Gemma?
0: No, I didn't get any. What? Why I didn't get any because I was an innocent bystander. He got three. <laughs> Chris Bond. Chris Bond lagged me in at the tribunal. Lagged me at the tribunal. So he was not getting flowers yeah, he's and a wine. Good man, Bond-y. Right
1: Hey, do you think Braden Maynard changes his style? I, I think the, I think he's now gone from the hunter to the hunted. I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on him, whether they be opposition coaches, players trying to get into him, whether it's right or wrong. I know he plays what they call on the edge. I don't exactly know what that is. But, uh, <laughs> but the other thing is also that maybe the umpires will keep it. An eye on him for some of the stuff he's doing. I, I don't know. What's your thoughts on Braden Maynard going forward?
2: I don't think he would change his style unless they change the rules. Uh, they, if they don't change the rule that you are going to be liable if you jump to smother and hit a guy on the head and he's mm. been cast, if they change it, then he'll probably adjust his style. But his style is to just go for everything. And if that is to get a um, minuscule part of your pinky finger on a ball that is headed toward the goal mouth, then you know, that's the style you go with until the the rules change to the point that you can't. I mean, you look at all the things that have been done in history. You know, Byron Pickett, the way his style was, that had to change because the rules changed. So the rules changed. The, the players are smart enough to adjust their style. I mean, if Dermot Brereton played now, or David Reese jones played now, they'd be, they'd still be great players. Now, they'd just adjust their style. They'd still be aggressive, but they'd best be aggressive in the manner that is, is right for 2023. So, yeah, I think that, I think Braden Maynard will keep playing the game the way he plays, and I don't think he needs to adjust it. I agree completely
0: with that because I don't think he's the sort of player that can change his style until, as Dwayne says, the rules are changed. What, what you got more? do You want? To
1: no, no, no. I just think I just think he might not have to change his style, but I think there will be more eyes on him, and I think that would be a, quite an intimidating but, uh, the, process for him to. He's only a young
0: man, but the, yeah, but man. the way he plays isn't isn't a. He doesn't, you know. Play for free kicks. There's no, there's no conjecture there. Like, like I said, if they change the, the way they umpire him, it's the same as how they've changed the way they've they have Jack Ginnivan. Guinea's a different sort of kettle of fish. They're trying to block blokes or stop blokes from ducking under the footy and and getting free kicks or, or milking high free kicks. Manon didn't play like that. He's just. I reckon a lot of outside it. noise from opposition fans, and the focus
1: will be on Brad Maynard. And I think that's he's going to have real, he's going to need real strong mental strength to get through at least the next couple of weeks. That's my opinion. Hey, Dwayne, who left in it? Do we think that now that Collingwood and Brisbane have got themselves into uh, the, the prelim, they're obviously their best place to get to the grand final? But do you think where do you think Port Adelaide's at with GWS this weekend? Uh, it's massive on Port Adelaide and the decision oh. to re-sign Ken Hinkley. Massive.
2: It is, but I think they did the right thing resigning Ken Hingley when they did. And I I think we do tend to overrate the team that's won leading into this weekend and, and sort of put our doubts all over the team that's lost leading into this weekend. Port Adelaide's home. They, they'll have their crowd on their side. So if there's any noise of affirmation when it comes to 50-50 decisions, they might have the weight of that on their side. They'll also have their, their players inspired to make sure that they don't go out in straight sets. They play a running... Game style that's going to be able to, I think, counteract the Giants' running game style as well. I mean, the, the Orange Tsunami is great to watch, but Port Adelaide love that inside kick, and they've got a great midfield as well, Port Adelaide. So I'm looking forward to seeing these two midfields go head-to-head. Port's defence is a bit of an issue, but mm. you guys know, I mean, how good a player is Jesse Hogan? How good is Riccardi? Um, that, that's that's the issue. Is, is Port Adelaide's back line good enough to stop uh, the Giants' forward line, which, you know, was great last week, but it's not always great. Toby Green's always great, so that's Mm. that's the different maker with their forward line, but I think Port Adelaide, if Charlie Dixon's back, has got the capability of kicking a big score too, so... Uh, you know, it's a toss-of-the-coin game for
0: me. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they forward line, With the injuries they're getting at this time of year, Dwayne, is horrible for them. But, uh, you know, Finn Layson, who's had a fantastic year, is struggling to get the footy at the moment. Marshall can't move or kick. He, he missed one or didn't make the journey from about 35 yeah, but, out the, yeah. on the weekends. He's in all sorts of trouble. Dixon, they're still 50-50 on. I'm not... I'm not convinced at either end of the ground. The midfield will, is, is exceptional, but I'm not sure they've got a, a four-line
2: at the moment, too. Well, Marshall will kick straighter at home. Dixon's a good addition, I think, because it, it stops Finlayson from having to probably go and do some ruck work. They can do that with Dixon if they mm-hmm. want to. Finlayson's better at home as well. So, no, I, I think I'll be, well, be tipping Port Adelaide to win this game, even though the Giants looked fantastic last week, and if the Giants get through to play Collingwood, well, you know they're going to give it a crack at the MCG. That'll be a great game. I think Collingwood, as you mentioned, Goss, though Collingwood is the favourite. They're in the box seat. Mm. Especially, you know, they're going to play. They're going to play a prelim final with ninety-five percent of the crowd on their side. Yep. It's going to be you know overwhelming for the Giants and Port Adelaide to hear that noise at the MCG against Collingwood. And if Collingwood make it to the grand final, then you know there's a good chance they would play the Brisbane Lions, where I have an overwhelming amount of support as well on their side. So. I think Collingwood's in the in the perfect seat right now. They're one A.
1: Yep, there's to lose. I would suggest.
0: Oh, oh, Dwayne.
2: They're in your suite. They're yeah. in your seat.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's your seat. That's I've never seen him sit anywhere else on a plane.
1: Can't wait, Dwayne's world.
2: From well, there's t- not a lot of leg room in one A though. You're better off with two A, aren't you, Scotty? Yeah. Because that footwell gets your problem. That's Isn't right. Yeah. Problem. Although you do have the life flat beds on your flights to Perth. I get that.
1: <laughs> it's a long haul. Well, well, <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne. Mr Cummings here has declared publicly oh, yeah. that he and the family, if Colin would make it, are going to the AFL grand final. Mm.
0: They're
2: driving. Oh, we're driving over. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Are you going to do like the Shane Crawford? Are you Are going to stop in every town and wave? Got like a cavalcade. Of people, <laughs> there'll be people lining the streets. Probably, probably. Yeah, probably. The well, that <laughs> You'll be like the Queen. i got to stop Rolling across yeah. the Nullarbor with, yeah. with the window down. You'll have. You have to put sunscreen on that arm. Yeah, I know. You, you'll, you'll get. Yeah, you'll, you'll have a great journey. That'll be fantastic. thank you. will take you. It'll take you two weeks. Yeah, I, thought well, I, thought was, I
0: thought you were going to say, are you going to do a and run? Yeah,
1: yeah, and the funny part was, hey, Dwayne, funny part was Phil Cracker came across for the WA Football Hall of Fame the other night, Sandover Medal Night, which Hamish Brayshaw won, and I had the pri- privilege of interviewing the inductees, and Phil Cracker was one of them, and Phil's uh, you know, put on a little bit of weight in his retirement, but he like, fantastically was there, yeah, and he yeah, made it happen. It does happen. Anyway, he came across, um, he, he didn't drive, uh, because he's, <laughs> he declared to everyone he's lost all his demerit points, oh. so he had to get a mate to drive over, because he doesn't fly, anyway. And I said to him, "Did you just stop at the world famous Southern Cross for a steak sandwich?" He goes, "Have a look at me. I stopped at every. <laughs> I stopped at every every roadhouse there possibly was." He's a good man, and
2: uh, what a great well, player he many, was. Well, how many stop? How many how many toasty trip is it for you, uh, uh, Scotty? If you did yeah, stop Scotty, at the
0: yeah. how many toasty stop trip is that for you? Do you think? Well, first of all, it wouldn't be a, a toasty stop. It's, it'll have to be. I, I will find. I will find the greatest chico roll across from Perth. <laughs> 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 Melbourne, mate, that's, that's, that'll be my endeavour. Kulgadi to uh, Euclid. Southern Cross first, got to stop Southern Cross, Southern four, Cross hours, yeah. four hours, mate. Four hours. Mate, we'll be doing plenty of hours in the car, the kids will be wrapped, they'll be, they'll be fine. Yeah, no, I'll find the best Chico Roll and when I get to Melbourne I'll uh, come on in and let your <laughs> <laughs> listeners know, Dwayne. <Glenn>. <laughs> so many of them want to drive over here. Hey, good on you,
1: mate. Can't wait to hear from you for 10 o'clock uh, on the network. Appreciate your time, always. Talk to you soon, guys. Here he is, Dwayne Russell. Love him. He's the best. Hey, Cal Tumi's phantom draft for September has been released. Number six, Daniel Curtin, Claremont. If you go six, West Coast, get him. Seventeen, Riley Hardman, Swan Districts. Nineteen, Colton uh, Tholstrom from Subi. Mm. Fourteen, Lance Collard, who's just lit it up again for the Subi Colts. Five goals again on the weekend. he's a star. So he's a academy player at West Coast. And Mitch Edwards up from Peel Thunder at twenty-seven. That's according to Cal Toomey's phantom draft for September. Hey, let's get a breakaway. Come back. I'm excited about this. Scotty's six X factor wild cards in the finals. We do that for Beaumont Tiles and they're giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Shop in store at a Beaumont's before November 12 and you get in with a chance. T's and C's apply.